good evening po sa inyong lahat. Good evening, good evening po. Jinger Sia po ng Tech Sabado. Ito, nagbro-broadcast kami live sa Facebook at sa YouTube for our new show na podcast-style show ngayon dito sa Facebook Live at sa YouTube. Mga aming mga, aming mga digital platform. Siyempre, every Wednesday din, kami rin na magkakasama dito. Katulad ni Attorney... Melvin Kalimag po ng newsfights.ph and of course, Tech Sabado and now... In-between. Uh, yes. uh-huh. In-between po ng Tech Sabado at News Bites. At sino ang ating guest na i-introduce namin kagad dahil nakikita nyo na siya sa ating mga screen para para rin mapabilis ang ating mga usapan dahil ito po yung programa na kung saan mag, mag, ano kami, no? magpapakilala kami ng mga tech personalities dito sa aming show na to. Attorney, pakilala mo ang ating guest for tonight. Oo. Ang ating guest for our maiden episode Um, inaugural, first episode na in between ang ating podcast kung uh, tech show. Walang iba kundi ang uh, executive vice president as well as chief operating uh, officer of the Bank of the Philippine Islands B- or BPI, Mr. Ramon Hoxon. Good evening, Sir Mon. Good evening, Mon. Mon. Good evening Mel. Good evening, Jean. Thank you very much for... You know, inviting me, and it is uh, quite an honor na ako pala yung first guest nyo sa maiden show nyo. Yes. yes. We'd like to thank, uh, ano no, Simon Hoxon for graciously accommodating our request despite the, ano, the short notice. Uh, nung Monday lang kami nag-invite. <laughs> Pero uh, he's uh, very willing na, ano, na to accommodate our, ano, our request. Thank you very much, no? And, uh, the... One of the reasons why we we we, we chose uh, ano no uh, Mon Hoxon uh, for as our ano um, guest for our first episode because he's one of the stalwarts in the IT industry, um, very long career as a um, IT executive and now as a banker with BPI. Um, gusto natin malaman jing yung ano niya, yung long career niya yung from the very start. Until now, that is the top uh, tech guy sa BPI. No? So, Jing, if you have the first question, bato mo na kay Mon. Ang uh, ano ko lang, uh, explain ko lang din ulit kung ano yung ginagawa natin dito sa show natin na to tuwing Wednesdays uh, as part of the... Ano, no, the the series na ginagawa natin every Saturday sa Tech Sabado. Pag Wednesdays, meron po tayong mga igigest na mga tech personalities para manaman niyo po yung mga insights and experiences ng ating mga mga kasama sa industriya kung paano ba nag-evolve ang technology based on their ano no perspective dito sa Pilipinas. Yan po ang ating ano no, yan po ang ating target for this show every Wednesdays. Pero sige, attorney, bigay ko sa iyo yung first question habang i-share ko pa tong ating programa na, sa mga platforms. Oh, kasi kanina habang nagpa-prepare tayo to go on air, mayroon na banggit si ano si Sir Monoxon na parang aksidental yung ano niya yung pagpunta niya sa IT. Can you share with that uh on yung ano yung how yeah. did you uh, ano uh, came about uh, ano um, with your career in, in in IT? Yeah, thank you Mel and, and Jing no. As I was uh, telling them kanina, uh, accidental ako siguro sa technology. My my I I went to the University of the Philippines and my undergraduate degree was uh, industrial engineering. So when I was in UP, uh, IE, as you know, takes a look at systems 
systems and takes a look at procedures, processes, operations, research, so I, I really wanted to go into like production or manufacturing, no? Mm, okay. Oh. Yeah. Saglit lang ha. Nag- <laughs> no problem. Ano nangyari sa aking device, no? Yun. Can you, can you still see me? Can you yes. Still see me? Yeah, 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 yes, yes, okay. yes. So, so what happened to me was that, uh, you know, I think it was like two weeks before our formal graduation, tapos na academic school. This was back in 1982. Nagkataon na may roadshow sa UP, yung SGV. And SGV then was uh, opening up a computer school. Uh, and uh, IAC, most of you probably know IAC, Institute of Advanced Computer Technology. It was, it was known back then as, as IAC, no? And it was like uh, one of the first in Europe, one of the premier schools where you where you can get a short course, no, on on no on uh, computer programming, systems analysis, and so forth. So, nangyari sa akin, uh, may isang kaibigan, inalok niya ako. Sabi niya, maybe we should, you know, may roadshow sila. Let's take a look. So we, we took a look, and then we signed up. It so happened they were giving giving exams because limited the number of slots, eh, no, for their first class. So, so I, I I signed up. We took the exam. It so happened maybe I did well in the exam. So they said, hey, you know, um, you know, you did well in the exam. We're offering it to you as a scholarship, no. So I got a scholarship from them for three months, mm. and it was known as Course Ten. It, it was uh, Course Ten then. It was about introduction to computers and software. It was about COBOL programming and basic COBOL. Oh, and COBOL. <laughs> back then, you know, cool ng COBOL programming. Back in 1982, 81, 82, when you look around, you go around Makati and software, no? Alam nyo kung ano yung, ano yung equivalent ng BPO noon or call center noon? Mm. Data entry. Oh, oh and data entry. Wherever you go, may mga data entry. So there were schools offering data entry kasi the records were being sent from the US tapos ini-enter nila into punch cards. Remember punch cards? Wow, yes, format, yes. Uh, yes, yes. Gagamit so, ang mga mainframe nung araw. Mainframe yan because that, that's the way you fed the data in. Yes, so, uh, and, and noon, wala kang one source capture. Wala yung mga barcodes. Wala yung mga <laughs> So yung mga receipts, yung raw documents are being sent here. Tapos they're being encoded. Manually, di so, ba? No. You would you would you would look at uh, let's say go to Makati you you would see buildings no in, in somewhere in the airport na siguro several floors data entry programmers lang lahat yung mga machines na special to data entry programming so so back then programming was uh, this was 1982 no there were programming houses back then I think I don't know if you remember Suma computers data managers mga ganon no and and the focus was training programmers to send abroad. No, mm. uh, so so ako naman, you know, uh, sa UP I took courses in electives namin computer programming. So I knew Fortran already because it was part of the mm. yes of yes. The, you know, mm. So I, I knew Fortran. So sabi ko sige, maybe I'll take this. So I took the scholarship, and there were five of us, no, five of us, and I still remember, no, um, uh, most of us were from UP, you know. Mm. And I finished the course. 
The campus was in Makati, in SGV? In Makati, sa SGV mismo. Okay. SGV building dyan sa Ayala. Nasa likod sa De La Rosa. It was called the SGV Development Center. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I I, I know that building now. Oh, yes. Malapit sa BPI. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and ang classmates ko, no, I... I remember yung, uh, the CFO now of uh, no of uh, PLDT si Annabel no Chua Chua she's yeah. my classmate magkasabay kami binigyan kaming scholarship pero si Annabel I think she was chemical engineer I think I think mass BF math math or statistics mm-hmm. She was a magna cum laude or summa cum laude. Ako, wala ako. Honors. <laughs> but I passed. Anyway, we, I took the course, no? And then, uh, and then after I finished that, after, you know, within three months, uh, SGV offered me a job, actually. I, I, I was interviewed. I remember si Bing Del Rosario. Remember Bing Del Rosario? He headed Accenture uh, in, the, in the early 2000 to 2005, I think. So, si Bing was um, was the head of uh, Accenture here, no? Uh, when uh, Anderson Consulting, naging Accenture. Oh, nga, Anderson, tama, tama, Anderson Consulting. Anderson, yes. Arthur Anderson, yes. Yes. Anderson Consulting. And during that time, SGV was offering already you know, IT services. Uh, so I was offered the job, but along the way. Uh, I got a call from IBM, no? And, you know, so I applied to IBM and they offered me also a job. Eh, medyo malaki, mas malaking sweldo doon. This is the IBM, this is the IBM, yung I, old IBM building. Sa old Rosa. IBM building along yes. Paseo de Rojas. Paseo de Rojas para. Mon, yung scholarship walang, ano, walang conditions, even if you... No wow. conditions. Wow, ang galing. Wow. No, no conditions, but but after your ano, after you pass, you're assured of a position sa SGV. And then oh. uh, medyo may premium yung salary mo, no? Mm-hmm. So, uh, they have a consulting group before that was looking into no. computers. So do you mind to do you mind to if you can share the the premium ng panahon na yon? 50 pesos, 50 pesos. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> So that was 1982, no? Um, 1982. So I remember the starting salary that was offered back then, I think was around 500, 600. And then I had a premium of 50 pesos. So 550 pesos. No, oh, 550 pesos. Wow. Sorry, sorry. 1,000. So so 1000 plus 1000 to 1050. Actually, you know, first 3 months mo was below 1000 and then pag na-regularize ka, magiging mm. ano ka? Magiging 1050. But the first 3 months mo, I think 550 mga ganun. Mm. And 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 so, ano, it so happened that some of my friends kasi during that time, uh, you know, it, it's quite un- unfortunate now, now, no. Uh, if if you're a new grad, maybe may hear your jobs during the time. Marami kasi the IT the IT industry was just starting up. Eh. Mm, yes. So they're they're really looking for people programs people, yeah. during the time. No schools, none of the universities really really gave majors on computer science, diba? Mm. If ever may elective ka like UP, I you know, meron akong several units on four. Elective, but it's not a degree. 
So it, it was like a byproduct of your education, not the main product, unlike mm-hmm. now, no? So that in corporations, when they're looking for people, they would they would really have to hire the people straight from college and make them go through a training program. So that's why Makaming Computers, that's why SGV opened up the this IAC for itself and for its clients. So and and during this time, ah, uh, ang India wala pa. 1982, India was just opening up its 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 industries. No, uh, we were way ahead of them. Because during the time, I remember, no, some of my classmates, uh, in fact, migrated to the U.S. eventually. Because some of them that were trained, you, you know, you you train them here and then you send them to the U.S. No, mm-hmm. uh, as programmers, and some of them never came back. No, because. Ang ano noon, ang ang vogue noon was uh, essentially ano, wala pang offshoring concept noon. It was onshoring. You 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 get labor from from uh, countries like the Philippines and then you give them working visas and then you work there, no? So ganun noon. And uh and uh, and so what happened to me was that after SGV offered me and then I I got another offer from from no from B- from IBM, I accepted IBM, no, because mm-hmm. I remember my starting salary in IBM was three times that of him. Wow, three thousand pesos. So, so sabi ko, oh. why not, no? And and uh, mm-hmm. when I joined IBM. Uh, I was given. They, they were they were telling me there were three career paths, no. You can be a systems analyst, you can be systems engineer, or you can be a marketing representative, no. Mm-hmm. But but when you entered IBM, you know, during those days, uh, you would go through a nine-month training program, no? depending on your stream, kung saan ka pupunta. Now, think about that, no? Nowadays, companies don't do that. Pagpasok mo pa, diretso ka kagad. Yes, so, yes. Uh, I, I, was, I was more of a, sabi ko, I, I, you know, Maybe I'd really like to stick to programming. So by that time, I knew Fortran, I know Cob, I, I knew Cobol, I knew Basic. So sabi ng sabi ko, maybe I'll, I'll I'll go the systems analyst route. So the systems analyst nung sa IBM, uh, that was the internal uh, IT, no? And and IBM nung developed its own applications. Uh, wala pang packages nung eh, no? Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember ang language that we were using was called uh, PL1, Programming Language 1. Mm-hmm. PL1 is uh, almost the same as Pascal, no? Mm. So, so I joined IBM and then, uh, you know, uh, quite fortunate naman ako that, you know, IBM invested in me. Uh, you know, they, they, they sent us to the U.S. for like a three-month training program on PL1, no? And along the way, uh, you know, I also... I also learned another language. I don't know if you if you know this language called APL, a programming APL. language. APL. APL wow. is like a mathematical language, you know, for you use that for mga yung mga ano mga statistics mga ganon. Mm, okay. You use a very special keyboard yung mga yung mga symbols niya you know, like Greek symbols and so on. So ah, talaga you know, wow. <laughs> so, so I was <laughs> learning all these languages and. And then, you know, uh, uh, I, I had to learn also middleware, you know, during that time, mm. IMS and Kix, no? 
IMS and PICS. So, so these are these are the foundations of the applications which you call now as legacy applications. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Most of the banks still run these applications. <laughs> most, most of the banks, their core banking systems are still in COBOL. COBOL, no? yes. COBOL, and they still use Kicks, no? As, mm -hmm. as the middleware. Hirap magano, eh? Hirap mag, mag transfer. So I spent mga two, three, two, two and a half years, no, doing that programming and so on. And then I remember I was after my first year, I even went to Peru, no, because there was a new system there, you know. I learned that system. So IBM gave me foundations on programming languages and also knowing processes, mostly general ledger, accounts receivables, mga no, no. And then uh, after two and a half years, they 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 promoted me, you know, as I wanted to to take my MBA, you no, know, uh, at the time I was going to the U.S. to say maybe I'll take my MBA. So I leave leave of absence, Munako, study leave. But IBM said, hey, maybe you know, we'll give you an offer instead, you no, know, maybe you know, you move you to management, and then you know, you you. You can, you know, you, you, you that can open you up to more, you know, management courses within internal IBM, and then you can reconsider rather than going off for two years, and then you know we're we're not sure whether you're gonna come back. So so uh, they promoted me to become a data center manager. Okay. So so from a wow. system, from a systems analyst, I became a data center. Systems programming manager from applications. I learned operating systems. I learned how to do manage data centers, operations, and so on. And then after that, uh, you know, uh, sometime around 1986, 87, no, um, they they said maybe time for you to to get more exposure in in other areas in management. So because I was a techie guy. So my break in management came when see Ambassador Bob Romolo. You, you know Bob Romolo. Yeah. He, he also served as a country general manager of IBM Philippines. Country general manager of IBM. And then he, he, he he's the ex foreign secretary of foreign secretary during Panahoni ano ni ni FBR, diba? FBR, yes. So, so he, he he tapped me to be his executive assistant. So I was his executive assistant, and then uh, and then from from there, you know, I went into other areas of management. Uh, so from a techie guy, I learned how to how to uh, know how to do completed staff work. You know how to do business plans. Strategy and so on, and then uh, when they're so, do you consider uh, Mr. Romul as your mentor? Yeah. There were three people in IBM that I consider sort of like my mentors, no? See, mm. Bob Romulo, and then after him, his successor, Sibir Pena. Sibir Pena, of course, yeah, that's yes. I, uh, I, uh, I was the executive assistant of Ver Pena for uh, of Bob Romulo for mga nine months. Then yeah. after that, Sever Pena replaced him, and I uh, and Ver kept me on as executive assistant for mga two years, no, mga one and a half years. And then the third one was Ramon Di Macali. No, no. Oh, Simon Di, Di Max, yes. Simon Di Macali, the man was the one who who who, who then, you uh, know, uh, said, uh, "We'll we get you into we'll get you into 
ano, the field, no? Marketing. Yeah. But, but if I remember it right, you became general manager of IBM Philippines before after. Ramon Dimacali, right? Mm. No, no. Ramon Dimacali had two stints. So after Ramon oh, Dimacali, okay. Okay. Dimacali was me and then after me was Ramon Dimacali again. Mm, okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. Kaya medyo nakano pala ako doon sa timeline eh. No. Ngayon doon na nanaman na si Dimacali. Dalawa palang stint si Sir Ramon Dimac. Stints ni Mon. So mga around 19... So what happened to me around 1990, 1991? The biggest thing back then was open systems. Open systems, client-server systems and so on. So they looked around for somebody to say, hey, you know, this is a new product. And then... And then in this new product, no, I mean, everybody understood mainframes, but but do we have people who I know who, who understand the no open systems and so on, no, yeah. especially around yung mga yung mga deck box mga ganon, no during that time, no BSE mga mga yung, yung eh, during my time in in SGB, I spent yung yung ano I I think we were programming using Boros or deck, no, and mm-hmm. and somehow. Accidentally, sabi nila, bakas si Mon, no? So I got assigned, no? I I was became like the the parang the head of our open systems group, no? Open systems, client server systems, and so on. And then and then uh, mga a year later, IBM went into services. So they said from ano from uh, selling computers, we're gonna go into services. Like, this, this was the time na no no yung nagta-transition yung IBM from from hard from hardware to services. Oh, ito yung medyo ano in between niyan, in between. Oh, during the time of Lou Gerstner, right? Yes, so Lou Gerstner came in as the as the CEO during the time say IBM was in crisis because it's yung yung revenue was falling down because the dependency on mainframes and ramming open systems. But then Gerstner changed the strategy to say, hey, it should be more about how to use technology in business. And in that regard, we should be going more into services. Uh, in More into, uh, unlike before, we would give the services for free, but now people would pay us to do integration of systems. You might be spoke systems, stock systems. So, so they looked around again and then they said, Simon on my programming background. <laughs> okay. so, so I headed the systems integration services. So when when services was formed here in the Philippines, I became the head of services. Oh wow. Oh. So and and after a year they they, they uh, we were doing uh, big systems integration projects here in the Philippines. And around nineteen ninety-three they said you know, we needed somebody to head it for the region. So I went to Singapore and then I headed that, no? So for my my first uh, overseas assignment was in 1993. I became the head of uh, systems integration and application develop design and development for, you know, for Southeast Asia, uh, for, for ASEAN and South Asia. Based where? Uh, based in Singapore. Based in Singapore. Based in Singapore, and and that was for me. That was uh, one of my most challenging assignments. Because the the projects were big, like the like the Thai tax project, no integration of the tax systems for Thailand, integration of immigration systems for Sri Lanka, 
uh, a core bank system for um, for a bank in uh, uh, for for two banks in India. During the time, halos wala pang anong India nagsa-start pa lang. Wala pang flight. So I was flying all over and managing this systems integration business. And then we had a big project. That's why I, I maybe I have a big good background in banking because most of these projects were around banking. And one of the biggest projects was uh, with Thai Farmers Bank, which is now Cassicorn Bank. No, Cassicorn is I think the second or third largest bank in in uh, in no uh, in Thailand. And uh, and we were we were uh, developing a core bank system for them using uh, using a Fort GL language. Uh, Fort GL, I don't know if you if, if you've ever encountered this. No, I It's called Seer Seer HPS. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was a Fort GL. No, during that time, Mary, uh, uh, before that, you write the code, no? Mm. And Fort GL, Fort Generation Language, was a core code generator. So you did object-oriented programming, you know, design ka, and then mm. automatic, magko-code siya. Oh, okay. Convert to code. So you can see the transition from bespoke systems where you develop from scratch, you have the waterfall method, so yung mga, ano yan, yung mga mythical man-month, yung how to estimate, mga ganun, hirap gawin yan noon, no? So most projects were overrunning. Ang hirap, ng, uh, ang hirap mag-manage kasi project management was very key noon, no? Kasi, kasi uh, you really need good people to manage projects that will remain in scope and could deliver on time, no? So, and I remember during that time, most of the good project managers we had to get from the U.S. And you know, you know, the best source of them were people from uh, from our federal systems group. Ito yung mga, these were the ones who built ballistic missiles for, you, you, you know, these were the ones who wow. built the, the weapon systems for the U.S. Because wow. Icon was a big defense contractor, yung mga ballistic yeah. missiles and submar- submarines. Yung software noon, you build it from scratch. Yung sa NASA, yung mga, yung mga lunar modules. Yung oh, mga, most, wow, of this, <laughs> most of these were project managers that you had to import. Kasi ngayon, when you build one, let's say for the tax system in, ano, in, in, uh, in Finland, you would love, have like 3,000 people developing code. No? So, so, yung mga, yung, yung, so, so here I am. So I was like 30. 32, 33 years old during that time. And then I'm managing all of this, no? And then some of them are like, you know, losing, losing big kasi hirap maganoy. You know, the projects were overrunning, you know. I remember going to Sri Lanka and uh, spending time there kasi mm. I close off a project with the immigration department. And this was in the midst of the Tamil rebellion. Civil war doon, eh, no? Civil war. And then going to India for other projects, no? Uh, so so Syndicate Bank was one of our big projects for core banking. Mm. So I specialized in, in building this systems core banking. Ang ang Tax was that also called development core banking. Uh in and unfortunately, that project failed. We had to terminate it. But you know, most of the lessons that you learn in management are from failed projects, no? 
<laughs> you learn more from yes. from your ano, failures rather than yes. your victories. Yeah, okay. mga insights na kailangan natin eh. Okay. Yes, correct. Uh, but from bespoke systems, you went into code generators and then eventually people went into saying, hey, you know, from code generators, rather than us building from scratch, we'll use frameworks. And frameworks would essentially be skeletal code. Now you fill in the lang, may design ka na ng system. And eventually, skeletal code frameworks became packages. So yung mga matrix, yung SAP, you know, they started like this. They oh, were frameworks okay. and then mm-hmm. package. So when you when you say kasi package no na may ERP packages pagpasok mo salpak mo andar ka agad di ba but the first instances of that back in back in 1994 95 no were just frameworks they were just they were just subroutines or codes that you tie up together you reuse no but through time naging ano na naging naging package no eventually naging sweets na sila Naging sweets, tama. That's the right word. Naging yes. sweets na sila. So, 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 and, and most of those, if you look at them, like SAP, yung, yung code na yan, yung base code, probably has not changed. What they do is they build on top of it. Kung maga mm. parang mahay. Rather than uh, demolish, yeah. you build on, remodel. Yeah. Okay, 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 yes, so. And also, that's the same that we have with core bank systems. Most of the banks here run systematics, yung, ano, yung, uh, by FIS, no? Uh, FIS and core bank system or Pfizer and you know, these are systems dating back to 1980s and then modified na lang time patong patong na patong ng patong and now what you have is the concept of the connected core connected core hindi mo nagagalawin yung gitna magano ka na around it lagay ka na work around it you yeah. use APIs and so on APIs, so yes. concept now no so so I, I lived in that world, no, and then uh, and then uh, so you I, went I, back. And then 1996, Simon Di Macali was promoted to the region, no. Mm-hmm. So Simon Di Mon, Mon recommended me, so I took over IBM here in the Philippines. Wow, how and old were you then? 30, 35 years old, no. Oh, oh my wow. goodness. Yeah. You were a country manager at 35, 35 years old. 35 years old. So, Not only a country manager, ng, ano, ha, it's a multinational company, one of yeah. the biggest tech companies in the world. So I, yes, I, yes. I, did, oh. I did that for from 30, 19, from 1996 to around, to, to around 2000? To 2000, 1999. No? And, and one of the interesting things that happened to me was during that time, na, I was doing stuff in Singapore because I was flying to India. No, because uh, when you build the systems, you have subcontract. Ka. Kasi sometimes you don't have the skills. Eh, no, you need a programmer. And, and one of the main subcontractors that we had was Infosys. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember, the Indian company. Oh, Indian company. Uh, yeah. So I remember meeting the founder of Morty back in 19... Yes, oh, yes, yes. In 1996, 19, uh, sorry, 19, 1995, 1995, and then he told me, Mr. Ramon, you know, we're starting, and one of the things we're doing is this Y2K. Huh? Ano yung Y2K? <laughs> 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 so, so, you know, where it's becoming big, and where, I know we like to offer services to, to IBM to be the subcontractor for Y2K. During the time, you know, 
people, 1995, five years ago, mm. wrap my wife. So sila nagsimula ng Y2K. Wow. And I remember, sabi niya sa akin, you know, we are we are growing and about to go public. Maybe you'd like to invest in us. So, pero hindi, hindi, hindi napasok sa isip ko na mag-invest sa kanila. Kung nag-invest ako siguro, wala. But I used them, I subcontracted to them no, as part of the business. But I never donned me to invest in them, no? And Infosys, then, eh, no? <laughs> And then, Y2K was their, yan, Infosys, Wipro, di ba? Uh, Tata Systems, they became, they they became big because of Y2K. Lahat mm, ng Y2K okay. work was sent off to them. Ah, talaga? Uh, okay. Oh! Yeah. Yung pala yung star pa nila, ha? Kaya pala lumaki yung yeah. nila. And what's quite interesting is that when you take a look at the the tech industry in the Philippines, we were, we were, If you take a look at what happened to us, no, uh, ang difference is that when you take a look at the uh, back back in the 1980s, no, uh, ang ang India was still coming out of the Indira Gandhi uh, mm. regime. The yeah. Indira Gandhi regime, kasi, was very nationalistic, socialist. If you if you note, no, ang ang hallmark ng kanyang administration was that they nationalized most of the businesses. Mm-hmm. So during her time, most of the multinationals went out. And like, for example, IBM was there, but then during her time, they had to nationalize. Meaning nationalize means you have to sell to locals. Oh. So it became Tata IBM. So meaning oh. IBM, IBM became a, became a minority partner and Tata became the majority, uh, the majority partner. It became known as TSL, Tata IBM Services. Services Limited, Tissel, no? So I remember going there, and and the representative of IBM then was Tata, no? Mm. Then when you when when you look at other companies there, it was also like that. Now, because they nationalized the business, what the U.S. did, Tarnag embargo, no? I mean, they're not allowed, uh, uh, they were not with them. H-1 visas to Indians, whereas dito sa Philippines, no, I remember people of my generation, they would take one one year year or you know, training and stuff, and then they would go to the US. There was a company here that was specialized in doing that. No, I, I, you know, I don't remember their names anymore, no, but what they did was they give you training here, and then they would, they would bring you to the US. And then uh, no. So so if you take a look at the approach of the two countries, very much different because because uh, travel was restricted in India. Uh, ang kanilang thinking was in order to go the IT industry, we must bring the work to India. Paayon naman, uh, paayon naman. Since it's easy to go there, train the people and then send them over there. Uh, that is the reason why you said earlier during the er, ano mid or early to mid 80s mas magagaling mas trained in mas uh, tech no? IT mas, sa mas, ano mas oh. trained ng Filipinos mm-hmm. Filipinos were 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 had the premium if you go to the US Filipinos had the premium in fact if you take a look at the generation before me marami doon ano marami mga programmers sa US came from the Philippines no mm-hmm. uh in in 70s 80s most most of the programmers came from came from the Philippines no Cobol and so on no uh, however that also that also parang ano uh, 
uh, affected or impacted their ability to grow the IT industry here because the easy way to do it na ginawa natin parang OFW na lang di ba yung train mo dito tapos padala mo doon kontra oh, okay. no mm. whereas ang India was I'll get that piece of work and then do it from do it India so India, when you yes. do it from mm. India you grow the you grow the industry within India, mm-hmm. no? Mm-hmm. Then, because the work is being done there, and then it's, you can train people from there, no? So, so that's that's where they started, and then they grew to Y2K, and then they branched out now to to saying, you know, uh, programming and systems and so on. And it was this around this time, around 1980s, no? That, that, that or so around the 90s, that people started to be aware of the fact that that hardware prices, because previous to this, in the 80s, people said, walang, walang, ano, services would be free, libre yan, mas mahal ang hardware. Hardware, kasi pero hindi, taga mahal talaga hardware noon. Mahal ang hardware, I'd sell oh. the hardware, and then, bibigay ko sa yung services, parang ganun, no? Oh, oh. But somehow, nagkaroon ng, nagbumaliktad, nagkaroon ng tipping point, when the systems became more complex. And then, the, the complexity of integrating the systems, Made, made labor rates more expensive and then people started to value no uh, uh, skills around integration around mm. around technology yes. and so on now one of the things one of the things that that probably also retarded our progress here in the Philippines is that I remember no and by the time I was doing services now for IBM no if I go to Thailand, if I go to Singapore, I remember when I was doing systems integration uh, in 1993-94, no? SAP was just starting then, no? Um, meaning the, the hospitals in Singapore was one of the major projects that we did. All the hospitals in, uh, invested in SAP. So we had a, a, a major SAP project, and during that time, it was like $20 million just implementing SAP wow, for all the Singapore hospitals. At the same time, the Ministry of Defense in Singapore implemented SAP for procurement, no, logistics. And then at the same time, Singapore, uh, Singapore Airlines, uh, maybe four years later, also did SAP. So many projects. So from, 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 from bespoke systems to 4GL development, Package. It became about. It it was called what we call uh, 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 package enabled business transformation. That's the key word. Oh, package wow. enabled business transformation. Mm-hmm. And and our forerunners, John, were SAP, mm-hmm. uh, IBM. IBM had Matrix, and then you had uh, you Oracle. had Oracle. You had JD Edwards. JD you know? Edwards. Yes. Yes. Package in business. Uh, what what it meant was that you put the package there, install it, and then you you your processes would adjust to the package rather than the other way around. So it became a big business. And by the time that that happened, no, dito sa Philippines, I think most of our good programmers were gone and we did not invest. No? Oh, okay. Uh, and and if you take a look at most of the package projects here that were done in the Philippines, import Indians by that time or something. <laughs> diba? No, we're, we're mm-hmm. importing people because we didn't invest in technology. Yes. The other Nama, thing also, Nama. the other thing also was 
and for me, uh, this is this is this is my personal uh, observation, but I don't know if you guys also see it, no? Pag meron akong consultant that I offer na Pinoy, ayaw nila bayaran yung labor rate. Pag puti, okay sila. So my mentality, whereas if I go to Singapore, if I go to Thailand, if I offer that kind of ano, Guys, the same. They don't. They look at the resume. Yes. Why do we look at the poll? I don't know if you know. Because what? 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 Uh, labor is cheap in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. No. Even up to now, labor is cheap in the Philippines rather than saying, no, we should be selling value. No? So, but if you take a look at what the Indians are, you, I remember in 1990 or 19, 1993, I was doing projects no, in India, uh, in, in Thailand, and then I said, I need more 4GL programmers. No? Sabi ng client, ito lang ang budget ko eh. Sabi ko, I need to bring in people from this, ganun, ganun, ganun. Sabi niya, well, you know, one Singaporean equals 10 Indians. Let's bring in the 10 Indians. <laughs> pero, pero ngayon, if you take Nina, a look, no. mas mahal ang Indian. Oo. No. Mahal ang Indian. Kahit sa Silicon Valley no. ngayon, di ba? Sila yung nangamamayagpag doon. Mm. Alam mo, Jing, mm. uh, the Filipino, like what Mon said, Filipino IT professionals are world class. In the same mm, way, na, I believe that. I believe that. Yeah, Simon was uh, in fact one of the highest-ranking Filipino uh, IBM executives in Europe. In mm-hmm. after your stint, after his stint at IBM Philippines, IBM Philippines. that was yeah around 2000 something, right, Mon? No, after my stint here, I went back to Singapore. Simon Dimakali took my place. Again. Yes, again. And then yes. I was, then I was in Singapore. I, I headed the services group for. ASEAN South Asia no and and uh, for five years 2000 2005 and and this was the time when uh, we landed the you know I worked on the contract and so I still have good friends there uh, landed the contract uh, for the outsourcing contract of BBS the so mm-hmm. BBS bank uh, during the time in 2002 one of my main projects was was a you know a 10 year outsourcing contract where we ran the systems for for DBS bank for Casicorn bank uh, we did the uh, Affin bank so most of the banks major banks uh, we were we were running the systems for them and then and then i think as a as a function of that around 2005 they they shipped me out to do an asia pacific job no and around application management services so most of my life or 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 predominantly most of my career has been around applications applications and and you know major in the not as much into hardware so it was systems integration applications and so when i i, I did applications for asia pacific and then became a global responsibility No, I uh, I dealt with mostly you know banks, so you know uh, uh, Westpac, NAB, mm-hmm. you know, in Australia, in Bank of India, SBI, you know, State Bank of India. So name name most of the banks around 
around Asia Pacific. I've been I've been to their buildings, siguro. Some of them they chased me out. Some of them welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then around 2013, that's what that's what Melvin is saying. I was sent off to to Central and Eastern Europe, and then I headed uh, our services group in Central and Eastern Europe. So wow, Central, wow. Central and Eastern Europe is ano is composed of ano uh, uh, Russia, see is Russia. Emilia uh, countries, uh, Russia, Ukraine, South mm-hmm. Southeastern Europe is the old Yugoslavia. Oh. Uh, Poland and the Baltics, no Poland, uh, Baltics, Baltics, the Eastern, Estonia, Eastern Bloc, and then dating Eastern Bloc, no dating Eastern Bloc, Czech Republic and so oh, okay. and then yes. Turkey. I also Turkey, mm-hmm. and and the reason I was you know there was during that time, 2013 was the height of uh, the investments of the EU in Eastern Europe. So mm-hmm. they were uh, pouring money in kasi ano eh, kaka-join lang ng NATO. Yes, you know? so, so they were building the banks. So I had projects in, in ano, Cheska Sporitel na, yun ang mga banko noon, Rafaisen Bank, uh, ano, uh, uh, Sberbank, no? And then in Turkey, guarantee mga ganun. So again, banks. So sometime around ano, um, 20, 2015, as I was ending my stint in, ano, in Central Eastern Europe, uh, I was coming back to Asia Pacific, again, doing things around, around services. No, one of my clients was BPI. So it just happened that BPI said, Mon, you know, <laughs> during the time. <laughs> I was like uh, I was like third in my thirty third year in IBM, and then I was wow. I was like uh, you know, yung buhay ko mostly in a plane. I was I was uh, no, I was uh, traveling from uh, one uh, country to another, jet to another every week. And then I remember na I by that time I was based out of Singapore, but my family was still in was still in Europe because my children were still studying. There was a pang distance. At some, at some point, I have to plant my seeds, no? Mm-hmm. So, I <laughs> maybe it's now's the time. And sabi ko, maybe it's good that I go to the client side. So, that's where I ended up in BPI. Mm-hmm. That, what, what year was that again? 2015. 2015, 2015. okay. Oh. Five years okay. now? Right? So, oh, uh, para, para tayo crash course in history. Oh. <laughs> like history. Pero, <laughs> actually, yun ang gusto natin malaman eh. Kasi para malaman uh, natin mga taga-pakinig at ating technology dito sa Pilipinas. Hindi yung bigla na lang parang bumulaga sa kanila. At least, alam nila may mga tao pala. Mm. Diba? Na mga katulad ni uh, Mon na uh, nag-ano, nagtumulong sa pag-evolve ng ating teknolohiya. At alam nakikita nila ngayon yung sa, sa perspective ni Mon, kung ano yung naging mga ano, experiences at insights na pwedeng lang kunin from this. Account. Maganda yung insight niya regarding dun sa ano ah, yung mga Indian uh, IT professionals as yes. opposed to the Filipinos yeah. during the mid 80s, no? That was very interesting. Yeah. Well, Mon, can we talk about your ano, your current journey sa BPI? Yeah. BPI and, uh, oh, okay. How are you so what, what introducing innovation and everything tech so about in the in, the, in yeah. the financial banking industry so what the what's in, what's interesting to say when i joined bpi one of the things that attracted me was uh, they wanted they wanted to digitalize no mm-hmm. 
So uh, I was coming off several projects where I like digitalization and VBS bank, and then I was coming off Europe where all most of the banks had, are fairly digitalized. Alam mo yeah. yung, yung, muna. yung Central and Eastern Europe, kasi, no, I mean. Uh, when the markets opened up, when they joined the Western bloc, naging NATO, when they joined EU, no, they they didn't have the legacy. So pagtayo na mga ah, bank, ah okay okay. Ano, yeah, parang yes, ano oh. Vietnam, di ba? Oh, oh, yes. Vietnam. Mm-mm. By the time they joined the telco sector, wala na silang fixed line, nagmobile mm-hmm. na lang lahat. Kaya wala. Oh. <laughs> kable, no. So oh, lahat may fresh start. Wala ka ng mga pro- wala ka ng mga uh, mainframes na problemahin, wala ka ng mga old wala, servers, wala na. Oh, so sila bago lahat. They they started pang digital in nature as an example, no, in some countries in 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 especially where it's based Czech Republic, wala nang hmm. check. Walang check. Oh. Yeah, there's no such thing as a cancelled check in Czech Republic. Walang check. Ang galing, ang galing. Lahat, ano, lahat electronic, electronic uh-huh. cans transfer. Uh-huh. Lahat, lahat, ganun. You go to Estonia, you go, lahat sila, ganyan. Kasi yeah, especially Estonia, no? Uh-huh. Estonia, tama. Oh. Ang, ang taas ng ranking ng Estonia sa when innovation. IT, when it's, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Wala silang, wala silang ano baggage ng legacy. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. So, so unlike sa atin, advantage yeah. pala 'yun, no? Advantage pala 'yun, no? So what I've been doing in DPI over the the, the last uh, five, years, 5 years was really more about the digitalizing the bank and moving the bank into into, you know, uh, the the new business models, no? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and and briefly, the first thing that we did, no, and I think in my first 18 months, we took a look and said, there are five things probably that we needed to change, no. Uh, so the five things from a strategy standpoint, kailangan uh, namin ng we had we had like 18 customer databases. So sabi namin, in order for us to what ang dami sir, what ang daming databases. Department, overtime na ipod overtime eh, departmental so yung lalagay isa ng ganyan yung isa derivative niyan ganun in, in any okay. corporation ganun ganun mangyayari kasi ang data mo kung nung, nung nasa mainframe uh, people said it takes a long time to get it so I'll stage my own copy eventually that copy became the operational copy di ba then mm. everybody does it so through time there are 18 18 18 databases <laughs> 18 versions of the truth. Mayroon kayo isang malaki, but then yeah. takes your time. Mm-hmm. Ano. So sabi namin, we need to we need to crash it all together and then ano, we'll do, uh, we do we need a 360 view of the client. Na, na lahat, na, na lahat ma- makikita namin lahat ng relationships and then and then we have one version of the truth. So we call that the 360 view of the client. No? Mm-hmm. And we standardized on SaaS. No? The SaaS uh-huh. SAS frameworks and software. The second thing that, that we did and we're still doing now was to consistently look at client journeys and and what it is is we said omni-channel is very important for us because as you put digital, it goes it has to be side by side with what you're doing in the physical channel. Kaya, I don't know if you guys heard me use the term digital, diva. Physical, digital. And digital. Ah, physical. Ah, physical and digital. Physical and digital. Because, because, digital. 
because you cannot go full bore into digital. May mga kliyente ka na physical, and then you need to harmonize, no? Uh, so your 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 branches will not disappear overnight, no? Where nor nor can most of your transactions move over to digital. So you need to balance it. Balance. So sabi namin, we need an omni-channel strategy. So omni-channel means that. You know, if you start the work in one channel, it can be finished in another channel. So, ibigyan sa bin yung pagpasa mo ng 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 transaction should be seamless, no? So that requires, uh, no, that requires looking at client journeys. So sa omni-channel journey na yan, no? Um, uh, if you take a look at uh, what we've done, no? Uh, if you use our app, we've really taken a look at uh, kung dati itong ginagawa, we'll move it to this, and then ang channel will be will be supportive na lang hindi na siyang main no mm-hmm. hindi na siyang main channel no uh, and then the third thing that we did um sabi namin in order to move fast no uh, kasi uh, what you have to be concerned about it during that time also 2015 if you notice i think 2013 2014 um the uh, bsp signed uh what came out with the circular i think it's called 858 or something like that no i forget the number but but it relaxed it relaxed the ownership of of banking institutions this was this was the time where btmu bought into into a uh, no, security bank and then you have you have uh, korean banks buying small branches mm-hmm. small branch networks so kaya may mga korean banks ka na, and then you have cimb you have cimb so, so foreign entries coming in, and most of these foreign entries have lower cost of capital and have better technology. So, sabi namin, we need to move fast. So, we need to embrace agile as a concept, no? Kasi dating development namin, a method was waterfall. So, now you need to go agile, sprints, diba? sprints, scrums. Yung, uh, yeah. uh, let's, not make, let's not make perfect be the enemy of good, diba? Minimum viable product. concept. So, so we embraced agile. And then the fourth thing that we did in order to do this, kailangan ng infrastructure more resilient. Kasi magiging 24 by 7 ka na eh. So, ano, when you when you go ano, when you go digital. Uh, and last but not the least, dapat secure infrastructure, cyber secure. Of na, course, yes. Ano, cyber security. So that's why we have a, I think you've been to our CSOC center. We have a CSOC center. And then um, um, you've seen us. You have a partnership with IBM with that, right? Uh, yeah, we have three three providers: IBM, uh, FireEye, Mandyan. FireEye, okay. And then the third one is CyberInt Israel. CyberInt, okay. Mm. Oh. So the, the, Istra- the Israeli company. Israeli yes, company. Yeah, so we oh. get we get threat analytics from uh, we get threat analytics from CyberInt uh, from FireEye. From Farai Mandyan, then we get it from IBM's X-Force. And then, oh. and then the operation of Amin Center, the Amin Security Incident Event Manager, we track around 22,000 events per second. Wow. Oh. 22,000 22, incidents per second. Per second. Wow. Because you need to behavior. Eh. Yes. You need to know if you have brute force ng system. Mo, Na, so the events na yon are tracked by an SIEM, which we, which is called QRadar, and IBM operates that for us. Wow. So, of course, in response, what do we do? We we have a, in, in cybersecurity now is a major threat to the industry, 
no and because the barriers to entry are very low no uh, in most of the most of the malware can easily be bought from the dark web no yeah. parang ano parang parang may do it yourself shop ka na parang yes. may hardware so, na malware kung takang isang oh, yeah. mo so anybody can piece it together and then and then ano, throw it into the wild so so right now we our cybersecurity center we we do around you know 22,000 incidents uh, uh, events per per second uh, and we take down around 500 phishing sites uh, a month no wow kasi ang phishing ngayon naka outsource eh. naka outsource phishing outsource na rin eh no because ano tapos malware maraming maraming kang siguro we we have mga occurrences yung mga probes coming from other countries other sites siguro we we experience around 30 probes a day no ganun so mm-hmm. so so yung lima na yun sabi namin mag mag 360 view kami ng client mag uh, mag omni channel kami mag agile kami mag resiliency in cybersecurity so so we did that for two years, no? Kaya nakikita mo ang BPI always announcing we're upgrading our systems, no? Yes, yes. So, so ganun, kasi ang, ang upgrading na yun is around our core bank system kasi the core bank is the heart of the system. Eh. Kailangan mm-hmm. maging 24 by 7 siya. Kailangan yung, yung kanyang version or, uh, is, is updated to the latest, ano? Kasi ang number of APIs niyo. Alam, alam mo, when we started, our number of APIs... Uh, in 2015 was almost zero. Now we're doing 4 billion APIs. Wow. 4 billion APIs a year. 4 billion. For, for various applic- ano yan, no? uh, 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 solutions, applications. Ganun katindi yung digital banking. 4,000. Grabe. Yung napansin ko, Mon, no? uh, yun nga yung na-mention mo, yung parating may system update. That was so frequent a few years ago. Pero lately, medyo nababawasan na siya. Ibig sabihin mo, Nababa- parang... Nababawasan na siya kasi we caught up na eh. Kasi oh, kung, yes. Oh. No, ang nakakatakot kasi sa banking was you touch the system and baka anong mangyari. Parang may nangyari nga before na every, a lot of people were complaining pero lately ano ko na eh nararamdaman ko na na parang seamless na eh. Oh, seamless na. We 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 have to do it or else we will break down. Hindi kaya yung 4 billion eh. So of course, we're totally. projecting unless we upgrade, hindi kaya i-support yung 4 billion transactions a year. And the 4 billion we're expecting will become 8 billion next year, no? So in number of ano mo that's a number of calls kasi uh, as an example no each instapay transaction is minimum 3 calls and 3 APIs oh, kasi okay. request for authorization mm-hmm. authorized transfer tatlong transaction yan ng API mm-hmm. and that has to happen in less than a few mm-hmm. seconds oh, in less than few seconds ganun galing no ano oh, ang ang ano na ang layo na ng narating ng ano oh. ng industry with regard to ano, si Mon, digital na, banking kailangan na mag-scale up kasi kung hindi mangyayari parang NLEX yan hindi makapag-scale up <laughs> hindi, hindi makapag-scale tama yun magiging oh. bottleneck ka yes so, so, so yun ang ginawa, ginawa namin and ngayon starting last year we we changed we changed our focus na from the five sabi namin natapos namin cybersecurity and ganon resilience we'll continue with that mm. pero ngayon sabi namin uh, we're gonna go with we're, we're, we go to the next phase of our transformation. Alam mo pinakamahirap sa digital transformation is not the technology but the human transformation. Mm. 
Uh, what do I mean by that? Kasi, kasi ang, ang ginawa namin ngayon, sabi ko ngayon, ang, ang aming emphasis is, number one, as you go digital, no? It doesn't mean cheap, ha? There are two things about digital. It lowers your, your, your it lowers your, ano, your cost to serve. Meaning to say, meaning to say noon, kung may tao ka nang tagagawa, pag API yan, mas mabilis, theoretically, it lowers your cost to serve, no? Correct. Pero, pero ang, ang corollary niyan, since mabilis ngayon gawin yan, ang raming gumagamit. <laughs> so, mm. so, volume mo tataas. As an example, mm. as an example, kayo, no? Uh, um, since we introduced the app in digital app, pag mag-transfer ng pera from you to, let's say, yung anak mo, yung kaibigan mo, yung gano'n, noon, isipin mo, pupunta pa ako sa branch, pipila pa ako. Uh, yes, Pero ngayon, since gano'n, ginagawa mo. Tapos, tapos pag mag, habang naghihintay ka ngayon, naghihintay ka ng, ng nasa dentista ka, nasa ano, walang ginagawa. Tingnan ko muna ng balance ko. Hindi naman nag-change. Pero, the, 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 the normal client looks at his balance four to five times a day. Four to five times a day. Totoo yan. Ano pumasok ganun? Lalo na kung may asawa ka, titignan na charge card ko. Tinitignan nila yan. So, that, that ano, although lower ang cost to serve mo, kasi hindi na siya pupunta sa branch, Kapunta siya sa branch, titignan ng teller, mahal yun. Mm-hmm. But the number of transactions increases because of the ease. Of yes, no? so, so, lower cost to serve. But it also opens up to you, yung ano, yung mga, yung, uh, what you call this, new revenue opportunities. So for us, may mga revenue opportunities siya, especially when we link with fintechs na nagbabalyo add kami. No? Yes. Uh, but as you do that, kailangan ngayon, no, uh, ang, ang, you need to keep pace with your updates. Kasi kung marami kang partnerships, yung API partnerships, bawat update ng Gcash, mm-hmm. kailangan alam mong update. Yung API mo, update mo. Bawat uh-huh. update niya ng Paymaya, update ko rin. Update na naman. Since you have, since you have mga, ano, mga, siguro kami ngayon, mga 154 partnerships, no? Wow, ang dami. Ang rami, ang rami mong ina-update niyan. So sabi namin, in order to ano, unahin mo nang, uh, you cannot give the same experience sa mobile at saka sa online anymore. Dati, dati when you implement, kung anong available na function sa mobile, yun yung sa online. At saka same, same no feel. Ngayon sabi namin, mobile first na lang. Mobile first, at saka yung online mo is to set up your parameters na lang. Diba? Mm-hmm. Enroll, enroll pays, enroll billers. Pero, transactions mo dito na. So, so yun yung ginagawa namin to lower the cost. The second thing that we said was that as you as you put in more functions, kailangan may analytics ka. Kailangan kasi to enrich it, no? So ngayon, we have, no, we we purposely went on a training program and we have like around 25 data analysts, no, who went through a nine-month program together with our partner, UHG. So yung mga analysts na yan, <laughs> Mga, uh, uh, they're paid a lot, no? But they take a look at, <laughs> ano, ano, uh, like for example, during the ECQ, no? During the ECQ, you really have to watch the volumes, eh. Uh, you really wa- have to also take a look at, you know, what functions are being used, no? The behavior. So, so, so we found out on behavior ng client, they're sending money, several mm-hmm. loops pa. So that's why we said, 
will do a partnership with Palawan with Cebu oh, yes. okay. rather than nag-hop sila no mm-hmm. so yung mga ganun that, that's true analytics the other thing was that kung kung wala kang analytics you'll find out that you're going to be used as a utility bank what do oh, i mean perfect. by a utility bank other people will ride your, your, on your infrastructure for free so kaya kaya may mga fees kami no which we waive for certain clients kasi may mga tao na ginagamit yung infrastructure namin as an example mm. as an example may mga merchants na hindi na bumibili ng POS system ginagamit lang nila <laughs> kasi may journal ka at the end of the day nakikita ka uh, so kung hindi ka maingat gagamitin ka no oh oh nga no so so pangatlo pangatlo sabi namin uh, we will invest on journeys na ngayon Ngayon that we have digital na, we we have to, ano, we have to, ang, ang gusto namin gawin, tawag namin doon high-tech, high-touch. Kasi as, as your technology takes over the daily tasks and becomes more self-service, dapat ang human interaction, interaction. quality, mm-hmm. more more in-depth. So mm-hmm. this, is, this is now the hardest for most banks. As we offload, as we offload transactions to the mobile, what do you do now with your branches? Your branches now will become more like investment type branches and mm-hmm. advice. You okay. give advice, in investment advice. You give uh, you, you give more. You have more value added conversations. Mm-hmm. Kasi hindi na po kung pa mga tao doon pa magsabi. Over oh, the counter transactions. With deposit. Uh-huh. What, what we're seeing is 90% of our traffic now is coming to digital. And and I think sa Philippines, once we start digitalizing, yung, ngayon kasi hindi pa tayo makakuha ng check capture. Nyo. Ako ang feeling ko kasi to be truly digital, wala na dapat check it. Check it, yes. So, but, but once PCHC standardizes that, no? Malaking, malaking volume mawawala sa branches. Now, mm-hmm. as you move it away, anong gagawin ng mga tao sa branches? Yeah, yeah, so. That's the digital transformation ngayon. Kasi you still need to have a footprint, but then you need to convert these people now into advice-type people. Yan ngayon ang mahirap. No? That's the hardest part. Kasi you cannot hollow out the whole organization for the sake of digital. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot, ano? You cannot say because digital to, wala na tayong tao. May tao ka pa rin eh. Yes, of course, Kaya, yes. Iba, iba na yung ginagawa. Oh. Ngayon, anong gagawin? Yan ang mahirap. Hahanapan mo kung anong gagawin. At saka isiskill mo sila, i-reskill mo. Not necessarily na yung tao na yan, marunong, marunong mag-process ng transactions sa counter. It is not easy to convert the person into into a person who can give advice and investments. Oh, yes, investments and yeah, maging broker bigla. <laughs> oh, so yun ang ano niyo. So yun yun ang concentration namin. We're into the phase two of digital transformation, and I think this is the hardest part. So ginagawa namin yun. We're we're adapting a methodology by Synergin. No, it's uh, Synergin, uh, which is the jobs to be done method. No, which is really looking at ang jobs to be done ng concept uh, I don't know you, you remember this guy Clayton Christensen yung innovator's dilemma and so forth and so on no? innovator's <laughs> dilemma uh, your parents so, that never happened yeah. so so ano he's, he's able to he he, he b- Bali with Synergy they 
they sort of ano, uh, pioneered this concept. No? Okay. And I think other banks use it also. So yung ginagawa namin yun, looking at client journeys, how we can, uh, as you move into digital, no, uh, what do you do now with your physical channels? How do you add value? On the other hand, no, um, uh, nandito ka, ING ka at CIMB, naka-digital ka lahat. Nasa lahat, oo. Oh, deposit, deposit ka lang. Paano ka ngayon mag-move sa loans? Kasi kailangan may tao ka. Mm-hmm. So sila galing dito, so kami galing dito. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pag pa, pa, mm-hmm. pa, pa there yes, must be a balance in between. Mm-hmm. Ay, okay, nakugjing, alam mo. Ang tindi ng mga insights na mga insights ni ano na ni Mon, no? For, talagang from a, coming from a top level executives really very interesting. Mm. Pero just Pero, to tayo, ano, no? insight ano ginagawa ng mga banko ngayon. Kung ano nangyayari Because of this pandemic nagkaroon bigla ng sudden explosion of digital transformation. And uh-huh. of course na share naman ni Mon kung ano yung mga kung ano ginagawa nila lalo in the future or in the coming months. Kasi alam naman natin itong sinatawag nilang the new normal it will last for a longer normal, uh, di ba? Uh, just to wind up our discussion, Jing, kasi medyo ano na rin tayo, wala na rin tayong oras. Siguro, mm-hmm. tanong lang natin si, ano, na si Monjo, kung ano yung gusto niyang iwan na legacy sa IT industry and of course, Nada sa BPI ito, na rin, oh. sa tech industry and of course, sa BPI. Mon? Legacy, ah. I, you know, marami natin legacy systems. Marami tayong legacy systems. I think what, what I, Maybe I'd answer it in a different way. What but mm. gets me going at the end of the day is yeah, to okay. change things, eh, diba? So I know, I know whatever I put in, uh, somebody else will change through time. But it's really it's really maybe to bring the bank to a level of digitalization. Now my balance, no. Uh, so for me, it's 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 completing this phase too, where 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 the view of our clients now looking at looking at BPI, they see a BPI. That that's able to maximize the benefits of digitalization, no? Hindi lang sila nag-digitize. Digitize kasi kung anong nandun din. You know, digitalize is about tinansform nila talaga yung journey ko or yung the way I deal with the bank and I see more value in BPI. So siguro from my point of view, you know, uh, uh, for the things that we do, Uh, I would consider it siguro something na, na successful in in my case once the client views us in that in that uh, no, in that light na we were able to transform the bank and use digital such that ang kanilang interaction with us they really see a lot of value and and they believe that the bank uh, this bank is their everyday bank Ayun. Okay, thank you very much Mr. Monoxon, the yeah. Executive Vice President as well as Chief Operating Officer of BPI. Alam mo Jing, mukhang successful yung first episode natin kasi bukod sa high caliber yung uh, guest natin yes, in the person of Ms. Monoxon, may mga fellow country managers din siya na... Na nakita ko mong bumabate. Oo, <laughs> nandito si, si Edler Panlillo ng SAP Philippines. Is, sabi niya... Uh, Ayun, happy new year daw din. Sabi ni Oscar Visaya ng uh, Palo Alto, country manager ng Palo Alto, sabi niya, top-notch guest and very interesting conversation. Steady sumulong. 
Tennis mo lang din. Nandito rin. Oo. So, oo. We're very happy na naging interesting because of of Monjok here. With this vast experience in the IT industry and now in the banking industry. Thank you very much. Nagkaroon tuloy ng idea yung ating mga Facebook followers sa YouTube and of course ating ibang platform. Kung ano yung magiging platform natin itong laman ng ating programa every Wednesday. Ganito lang. Ganito lang. Ganito lang. Yes. Kung ano lang usapan natin ni Mon, ganyan lang ang mangyayari dito every Wednesday. Mga tech personalities sa Pilipinas. Hindi ko na mababati yung iba pa lang. Ang daming nag-comment eh. Medyo marami. So, may pinili lang tayo pero maraming pong salamat sa lahat ng sumubaybay for our maiden episode of In Between our podcast hindi ko na mababati of course thank you very much to Monoxon and as well as to Owen Camayo and Rachel Dangin Jimena for helping us put Mon here for in our show and Jing Yes, abangan nyo po again no sa next week sa Wednesday ang guest natin si yung dating DICT acting secretary Yusek na si Eliseo Rio. Oo. Siya po ang magiging guest natin next week. Pero siyempre sa Saturday nandito pa rin kami every Saturday for Tech Sabado kung saan naman natin pag-uusapan dyan yung mga tech issues, mga current news about technology here and around the world. Okay, thank you very much and yes, congrats sa atin. Melvin, of course, thank you, Mister Monoxon, for gracing our show. Yes, congrats, Avi. Was a really nice. Maganda mo kung interesting tungo kita wala tayong tuwing Wednesday at every Wednesday narin po ito. Siempre dito lang sa Facebook Live at sa kasa YouTube channel namin. Don't forget Saturdays Tech Sabado with Attorney Melvin Kalimag and Jing Garcia of TechSabado.com. Maraming maraming po salamat. Oh, teka, teka. May thank you pala ako. Yung mga nag-tip sa atin, no? Si Richard Burgos at si Joey Alarilla. Yung mga nagsusuporta po. May Uy, salamat, sa salamat. May link po kami sa amin mga post. Doon po, i-click nyo lang po yung link at pwede po kayong mag-donate kahit magkano gusto nyong ibigay. Pwede nyo po kami ibigyan para lang makontinue natin itong, ano, no, itong programa natin dahil may mga binabayaran tayo mga admin, mga technical people and everything. Yan po. Maraming maraming salamat sa Smarts, MSI, XSplit and AMD for supporting us all throughout since Tech Sabado Years 2015 sa Radio 5. Sinusuportahan po tayo ng mga mga kumpanyang yan. Maraming maraming... And BPI. Of course, tonight, BPI. Maraming salamat. Owen, ikaw nang bahala sa amin, ha? Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Kita-kita po ulit tayo next week. Until next Wednesday. Thank you, Sir Mon. Thank you. Of course, Saturdays. Thank you, Sir Mon. Thank you. Signing off na po kami. Bye. Bye.